Hello everyone and welcome to episode 4 of the Disney Punks podcast. Hi everyone and welcome back. We are now recording episode four of the Disney Punks podcast. Uh, I'm Nikki. I'm Neil. Unfortunately, our lovely co-host Kay and Rani can't join us this week. Uh, we miss you guys so much. Um, but sadly, you are stuck with Neil and I. Um, today, we are talking about uh, my trip to Disneyland, which happened right before Christmas. Um, and interestingly, it happened, um, I was on my own. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about solo travelling to Disneyland. Um, so yeah, let's kick things off. Hopefully, um, you know, we miss Kay and Rani so much, so hopefully we'll be interesting enough for you to listen to us. Um, but yeah, um, so how it all kind of happened was uh, I've got some really good friends in North California and Sacramento. And um, hi, Jess and Lance, if you are actually listening to this. I don't know if you are because you guys, I don't think they're Disney fans. But anyway, um, I went out to go see them right before Christmas and I got a really cheap flight with Norwegian. Um, for those of us in the UK, it was 400 pounds to LA uh, which was a, an absolute bargain and um, I think one of the reasons that it was so cheap was because I um, had to fly back on Christmas day which was a bit shitty but um, it was worth it it was worth going over there to see my buddies but basically I had to do um, I had to fly to LAX and then do a little change and fly up to Sacramento so I just thought you know what I'm that close to Disneyland why the hell don't I just why go why the hell not exactly so, yeah, I got in and I stayed at the Sheraton Park um, in Anaheim, which is about 15 minute walk down Harbour Boulevard to Disneyland. And um, I what I did was I did one day, one full day in Disneyland, one full day in DCA. And then I I was flying to Sacramento on um, the last day, but it was a really late night flight. So I managed to. I bought a three-day park ticket and um, I did my last day uh, back at Disneyland. Um, so, yeah. Um, and um, this is going to be a lot of me talking on my own because, Neil, you've never been, have you? I've never been to uh, the original Disneyland. So, um, I I mean, I, I first went when I was about 17 with uh, one of my good friends and I think we probably just did the day at Disney. I don't even think DCA was open by that point. Um, so it was a very long time ago. Um, I was mainly just looking forward to going back to where it all began, really, because, yeah, it's it's been so long. And, and you know, I, I, I don't think I would have considered solo travel before, but because Galaxy's Edge was open, I, I just thought, oh, I'm so close to it, and I just really wanted to go because, Neil, we're not planning to go to a Disney park for a little bit, are we? No, we're not planning to go to... Disney like park or resort for a while um, but obviously like you know last year um, for you you did free you did free Disney resorts last year yeah I was, I was quite spoiled I went to Tokyo in January um, for something else but I ended up going to the Tokyo Disneyland Resort because again I was so close um, and then you went then obviously we uh, went to yeah, Disney World we did we went to Disney World in March and yeah, and then I went to Disneyland at Christmas. So yeah, very spoilt and very lucky. <laughs> so 
with going well basically with doing three parks this year in different parts of the world but obviously two the two parks in america what are the differences between the magic kingdom in florida mm. and then the difference between disneyland in anaheim well obviously the castle is a lot smaller um in disneyland and i think the main street area is all is all very much it's more compact it's a lot smaller um people have commented that it's a smaller park but i don't think it, i didn't feel like it was i think I actually, for the first time, had to ask a cast member where Haunted Mansion was because I couldn't remember. And I was just like a bit overwhelmed. Um, the time of year I went was, it was mild. It was crowded, but it wasn't too bad. I think if I'd have gone like a few days later, right before Christmas, because mm-hmm. I went the 17th to the 19th of December. I think if I'd have gone any later, then the crowds would have really been bad. But I think I just missed that. You went at a really good time. Yeah, I. So I used um, what's it called? The pass, the fast pass system. Max pass. Max pass. Yeah, I used Max pass, um, which I've never used before, so I was a little bit apprehensive about using that. Um, and I found it really. I found it so good. And actually, again, so I'm going to be talking a lot about solo traveling. Um, As a solo traveler, there are a few rides that you can get on as a single rider, which, again, makes you kind of skip the queue. Um, One of them being Indiana Jones, which I utilized um, and had lots of fun. Um, And the other one was, well, weirdly enough, the other one was... Um, Smuggler's Run, the Millennium Falcon ride at Galaxy's Edge. And that was one I was most looking forward to. So I ended up going on it three times because I, yeah, I I got on pretty quick. I actually at one time said to myself, right, I've come all the way to Star Wars Land. I actually want to see the queue and I want to see the interactiveness of it. And I kind of, I went around the queue and I was fine. It was all right. I was still like, I'm on my own in this queue. I would rather just get on this ride actually. So yeah, I don't think I'd have, I almost got out of it at one point because I was like, I don't think I can be bothered to queue for this. But it was still only 45 minutes, which if you're looking at the crowd wait times for that ride in both Disney World and Disneyland, they're not usually under an hour. So I was quite lucky. But again, differences. That's uh, that's, when we're thinking about differences. Obviously, Mm. we've got certain lands that are different. So obviously, there's no New Orleans Square in the Magic Kingdom. There's Liberty Square instead. But like, let's think of... uh, the difference between, for example, Space Mountain is is very different. Oh yeah, so Space Mountain in because I get I am getting it so confused because of Tokyo as well because Tokyo Space Mountain is exactly the same as Disneyland Space Mountain. It's exactly the same, like a carbon copy. But the really cool thing that I got to do because it was like Christmas. I don't know if it's a Christmas or it's a seasonal thing or what, but it was um, hyperspace mountain. So it was Star Wars themed. Yeah. So I was like I I didn't realize and I was queuing up for it and then. There was little interactive like things in the queues, like I think Admiral Akbar and things like come up and they talk to you and and then you get on the ride and obviously the ride car vehicles are very different to than that of Space Mountain in Florida, which uh, they're so painful, aren't they? Yeah, in Florida. the ones in Florida, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're but obviously so painful. that was the first Space Mountain. Space Mountain came to Disneyland second. Yeah, it just feels rickety at this point, I feel, in, yeah. in Disney World. But okay. um, so Disneyland, so when you like blast off on, at the first bit in the first tunnel on Space Mountain, like the fanfare starts up, the Star Wars fanfare. Amazing. And I was like, 
oh my God, this is amazing. Cause it was like all dark and like, yeah. I was like overwhelmed. I was just like, I probably had tears in my eyes cause I'm an idiot, but yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. And yeah, it's really cool. Like as you're like, I think there's like, I, it feels like there were probably speakers in my car, like rock and roller coaster. Yeah. Because like as you're going past things, you can see like a star destroyer and you can see like, them like having this battle like while you're like spinning around like while you're that's insane it's so fun um but yeah and oh god i can't think differences but yeah like obviously like haunted mansion i was there for the overlay which was the the nightmare before christmas which again i did in tokyo because i went at halloween at tokyo and then but at the same time with the like obviously you know uh, not going into those differences but like the one in Tokyo is re- uh, the exterior of that is similar to the one in Disney World, where obviously the haunted mansion in Disneyland is the original one that was built, but obviously never really o- like opened after Walt's death. And so, it, let's talk about exterior, obviously of like. Those. Oh, don't even ask me. I'm squinting my eyes because I'm trying to remember. I, I I'm trying so to remember Tokyo Disneyland. I don't know. I think the Tokyo Disneyland one looks more like. No, it does look like it, more like it, Florida. It w- looks like the one of her, but like obviously, w- let's just talk about Florida and um, Anaheim, basically, the, like those two. So obviously, those difference between those haunted mansions. Obviously, those were the first two to really come out of the the parks, anyway. Obviously, well, the major thing is the stretching room. So when you first go into that in Disneyland, you know that you're in a lift, basically, yeah. and you're not in Florida. So as it's like as the ghost host is saying, you know, is this room actually stretching? You're like, well, yeah, I kind of am because I'm going down in a lift. And you can feel, you can feel the lift as you're going in it. Yeah, that's interesting. But, um, but obviously in Florida, you, you aren't. So, so that's quite a major difference. Um, But I really, I love the Hoy Mansion overlay so much. Like, it's crazy to think that the ride isn't like that all the time because of the, amount that goes into Mm. changing that and actually just to talk about christmas overlays disneyland has three so it had the star wars one it's not really a christmas thing though that's not really christmas thing but but the um the main christmas thing that i absolutely loved that i wasn't expecting to love and didn't even realize was there was the small world overlay Oh my god! Yeah. Which is obviously drastically different Again, to the one. It's in, like a, a whole different ride in Orlando. It's it's so I yeah I feel like Orlando Small World really needs an overhaul. And obviously you you board the ride vehicle outside in Disneyland, and Disneyland um, so they have this big thing around sm- the Small World area. So when it like gets dark like all these amazing twinkly lights come on. I think, I feel like Christmas is a really nice time of year to go to Disneyland because it's it's so beautiful lit up at night mm. and um, it did get really bloody cold. Like, so the first day I was there, I wasn't expecting it to get that cold. And even though I'd watched our lovely Kay and Rani's blogs and they'd gone at Christmas, so I should have totally taken on what they'd said. But um, I was really cold, but I remembered like I timed my fast pass for Small World so that I was getting on the ride as the lights came on because it gets really busy around there. They have to cordon it off like a parade, like they have like all like you know the um, the string that comes out when the parade yeah. goes on. Yeah. They have to do that to stop people like overcrowding the area. Right. Um, but I walked straight on because I had a fast pass or a max pass. Sorry. Um, and yeah, so I did that and. 
the lights came on as I was getting on. So I was like, yes, I timed it perfectly. And yeah, and the ride itself. So I think this year it's different to what they've done in other years is they they've pump, they pump out scents in oh, different right. countries. Yeah, because there has been a recent um, renovation of that ride. Yeah. Obviously, like with the history they do with that ride, that was originally at the 1964 World's Fair originally before mm. yeah and then it ended up going to disneyland so the ride that you like were on mm. is the one that basically was in the new york's world mm. world's fair basically as well much so, like obviously in not to digress but like in florida mm. um uh the carousel of progress, progress yeah. uh, was also in the world's fair as well and that actually did spend a little bit of time in disneyland and then moved over to florida but um what about pirates obviously pirates um in Disneyland is is still well. They're both the same, mm. but part you know you actually said that Pirates is a little bit different in Disneyland than it is to the one in Orlando. Yeah, again, it's uh, Tokyo's car is a carbon copy of Pirates in Disneyland. Um, I feel like it is. There's a there's a there's a scene at the end that's not in Disney World, and it makes it feel longer. And obviously, you've got the whole. Blue Bayou. Wait, yeah. have you got Blue? No, you don't want Blue Bayou in Disney World. I'm getting so confused. No, no, you, no this is the whole thing. So obviously, like, no, we've, you've got the Blue Going Bayou. Going to three parks in yeah. one year is so confusing when you're trying to think back to, like, one ride that you've been on in every park. Yeah. Like, I've been on three different parts of the Caribbean last year, and I've been on three different haunted mansions. Yeah. Nuts. And three different space mountains. Well, like, to make it easier, let's just keep it to the ones <laughs> in the States. <laughs> so... So obviously, like, um, there's the Blue Bayou yeah, in yeah, yeah. Disneyland, but we don't... They, there's not that in uh, in Orlando. But they've got that in Paris as well. But they do have that in Paris, but it's not called the Blue Bayou. Yeah, so um, yeah, so you get on and it feels a lot... Oh my God. So the first riding of it, I was put front row and the first drop, I got absolutely soaked. Um, and luckily it was, it was like earlier on in the day when it was still sunny. So I wasn't too bad for that. Because um, then I rode it later on. I think it was the last ride of the night for me because... I was a wimp. I couldn't stick it out for the castle, the fireworks. I can't remember what it was called. But in terms of the nighttime show, I managed to stay for the projections on Main Street and it was like snowing. Like they have that like okay, foam, cool. yeah, that foam snow. snow. Yeah, I saw that, which was cool. But then I was like, I'm so cold. I need to go. I think I was wearing a spirit jersey or something. I think I was just wearing that and... Mm-hmm. or I was wearing like a little denim jacket, but I, I literally should have been wearing like, because I'd brought my parka that we wear in the UK in like the cold mm-hmm. that, um, I you know, it's like a proper parka with like this, that's really like well insulated. And I should have worn that because it was that cold in the evening. But yeah. anyway, I rode Pirates last, but I got the back row and I was bone dry. So just something to think about if you're going on Pirates in Disneyland. Um but yeah, uh, what else did I enjoy? I couldn't go and splash because it was too cold. No. But so yeah, what? what oh, other... I got to do the. I got to do the. Yes. Um... So I think I was going to bring this up. So you like obviously one attraction that is at Disneyland uh, that you can't do um, is the canoes. Basically, yeah. um, now I think for a short while they did do that in. In no, I said oh, that they, they you can't do it in Disneyland. I mean Disney World. In the Magic Kingdom, uh, but like uh, they did have that for a bit. But yeah, that's the only thing that really still that still exists. In I don't even think they do that in Tokyo. But no, but no, like, they do. They do do it. They do they do, do it in yeah, Tokyo. I did go on it. Nuts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, like um, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, you did the canoes. The canoes, and it's crazy because 
you're canoeing and then you're literally canoeing and you've got the ship what's the ship called columbia the columbia yeah. the ss columbia so you're yeah. like i've never been and i don't know <laughs> <laughs> youtube um and you've also got the mark twain as well so it's it's kind of also you've got yeah and you've got the tom sawyer island like like uh, raft going back yeah There's so a yeah lot of stuff it's going on sketchy. rivers america over and there. it literally is another track like you are literally you are rowing this canoe mm. like you could easily all fall in like it's it's not just on a track or on a magnets or whatever like right. so yeah we did that um that was really i did that um but what was i going to say about solo traveling um i can't for the life of me remember now oh yeah so as a solo adult, like I was like a bit worried about obviously being on my own, but I saw so many other people, adults on their own, like so many more adults in Disneyland than Walt Disney World. I think because Walt Disney World's a resort destination yeah, it's with more families. Of a family resort or yeah. a couple resort destination, yeah. basically. But I think because Disneyland is seen as this locals park, as everyone says, and there are people that like have annual passes that live close, work close, they go there after work or whatever. Um, I really didn't notice being on my own, like whatsoever. The only time I felt a bit weird was going on something like Small World, which is obviously a child's attraction, and I was on my own. And so for that reason, like the Fantasyland stuff, I didn't go on so much because it. I felt like all the kids were just there and fan in like Fantasyland. Yeah, so that, obviously, that I reckon that would be a big area for them. Yeah, and you know, and so you know, gutted I didn't do Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Um. But I feel like that's in Tokyo Which too. Is sh well, I don't think it is. I have done it. I must have is done it? it. I must have done it the first time. Okay. Um, yeah, and I didn't do Peter Pan, but pff, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not all about that. Like well, the queue in Disneyland for Peter Pan is insane. Like throughout the day, and it doesn't let up. Like I kept going back and forth to like see if it had gone down, and I was like, no, this is crazy. And then. I've obviously got my max pass for different things. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so... So, like... Should we talk about Galaxy's Edge? Well, maybe? no, let's talk about food in Disneyland, oh, obviously. Oh, yeah, very We've important. got to talk about food because <laughs> that, obviously, oh. like, that, that is one of our favourite things whenever we go to any Disney park is, or Disney Resort, is the food, basically. Well, as Neil knows... I overdid it as always. I was yeah, on. I, I was. I was in. I know. Disneyland. I was getting regular updates of basically what she was eating, <laughs> and I was like, and obviously, like I, I didn't go. I couldn't go. I felt like Neil was with me though because I was texting him pretty much throughout my whole day, and he was texting me back. I was just constantly giving him updates about what I was doing, and he was texting me back. So I actually felt like he was like there with me. And I did try to <laughs> FaceTime you when I was on Pirates. Yeah, but the, it didn't really work. The reception there was like, yeah, terrible. Also, the Disneyland Wi-Fi is shit. Like it is shocking. And when you're trying to rely on that for MaxPass, it's a bit stressful. But I, um, with my phone plan, I get my contract like the same out in the US as I do in the UK. So using data and that kind of stuff, I wasn't worried about. Um, but you know, when you have to rely on Disneyland Wi-Fi, it's 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 a bit iffy but um food wise so obviously i was there over christmas so i wanted to try the christmas things but i'm trying to think now what i got so well, i mean the main got i'll tell you now like while we were recording this you probably got pictures on your phone of basically the majority of the stuff that because i know i was getting pictures of them so well i remember like i was like well i'm disneyland so i have to have a churro okay well, that was like and and they have like 
in Disneyland at Christmas, they have like loads of silly like churros for Christmas. But actually, I was just like, I'm in Disneyland. I'm just going to get a plain regular there's a, churro. There's a few things that you, you did go nuts over that you, uh, that you were sending me messages by. But like, I just want to go back to the land stuff, obviously. Like... Well, wait, wait, we're still talking about food, though. You, just while you're looking for the pictures, oh, okay. obviously. Okay. Um, uh, there's two, there's fruit, like, we've already mentioned, sorry, like, uh, that about New Orleans Square being there, but, like, there's two different areas that is in Disneyland that is not in Disney World, and that would be Mickey's Toontown, because the, you don't have that in uh, in Disney. Oh, you're calling me out now. I didn't even go there. Well, I, that's why I was wondering if you if you decided to go no. there. And then, okay, so like... I didn't have time. I was just like trying to well, boss everything in one well, day. This is what, so it's hard. funny and interesting that you say like about like a lot of people say that it is a smaller park. I didn't feel like that. It like it, I think that's just a lot of people that have been going for years that have been to Florida and always be like, oh yeah, so it's a smaller park. And like Disneyland was a smaller park compared to like the Magic Kingdom was the bigger Disney park at one point. Where now, but like, you know, there's Critter Country. You don't get Critter Country in... Yeah. You get an element of it. I think the only time I went to Critter Country was when I went to Hungry Bear's restaurant on the last day because mm-hmm. I, I'd i heard they had an Impossible Burger there. So I was like, Impossible Burger. And back to food. And uh, yeah, exactly. And um, I got there and it was a Beyond Burger. So I was like, no, but it was really good. Um, okay, so I found my food photos. Okay, let's, uh, so let's for go breakfast, because I didn't have breakfast at the hotel. So I was like, because I, I knew I'd be eating a lot at Disneyland. Um I got a really healthy breakfast of Mickey beignets from, um, I think it's like the French, it's 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 New Orleans Square, but it's like, there's like a little window um, and where it's where they sell the mint juleps, but I got a seasonal mint julep and it was a cranberry mint julep. Um, also, um, pro tip, I brought a metal straw with me because um, I'd heard that obviously Disney are really good at um, trying to save the planet with plastics and they have lots of um, paper straws which aren't great in some of the drinks so I brought myself uh, brought my metal straw along like a, a good eco warrior and I used that well um, and I had my yeah my cranberry mint julep and my I could have got so they had candy cane beignets but I felt like I hadn't actually candy cane yeah it's a Christmas beignets. thing but I felt like because I hadn't actually been there before um and i just wanted the regular ones because everyone goes on about them so i just had the regular ones to myself and then i felt really sick because i remember (laughs) i I ate them really quickly because moving along to my pictures what was the next thing i had that looks me like a news oh yeah because then i had um i knew that i was going over to ogre's cantina in galaxy's edge and i wanted to get lunch um at What's the place? It's not Runter Roasters. It's the other place. Docking Bay 7. Um, because okay. I heard that they had a really good plant-based uh, lunch there. Um, and I'd had my breakfast. Co- I had it probably about 10, 11 o'clock. Okay. So I was feeling a bit sick. Did some rides. Because um, I'm not I'm not a sugar person, really. So, but anyway. So, let me tell you about this thing in Docking Bay 7 that I had. Okay. My goodness. It was the, one of the best things I've ever eaten in a theme park ever. And I think Vegan Disney World go on about it as well. It's the Kefta, um, the, what's it called? Kefta Pocket. Kofta. Kof- it's a Kofta, I think. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's the like, impossible, like. It's that, an impossible, it? like, meatballs that have a bit of, like, a cumin spice with, um, like, a hummus, like a kind of a lemony hummus with some, like, okay. tzatziki. Not tzatziki, it's like a 
just like a, a salad with some pita. And it sounds like basic. It sounds really basic. Yeah. But it was, I cannot, I kept saying to Neil, I was like, Neil, this is one of the best things I've ever eaten. It was so damn good. <laughs> and I had it and I was just like, I just want to have another one. But I didn't, obviously. Um, I then I went to Ogre's Cantina. And so, okay. So as a solo traveler, going to Ogre's Cantina, that's the first time I felt a bit odd on my own because I was at a bar where everyone was clearly like having a laugh and I was just standing at the bar feeling like a bit of a lemon um and I what did I get I think I I didn't get one of the fancy cocktails because they're really expensive and I was like do you know what I'm just gonna get a glass of wine and you can have like up to two glasses of an alcoholic beverage in yeah, there yeah it's a two drink max yeah there, and, and you can't stay there longer and what's crazy because I had um, a, a reservation for it but I still had to wait and I was thinking oh, I'm waiting in the wrong queue like everyone in this queue they're just waiting for walk ups right. but every single person that was waiting had all had like reservations so we all had to wait while well, they gave us like a menu while we waited um and I went in, and the wine I got was like a teal color. It was crazy. Yeah, like I remember seeing. Like it, was it was really like kind nice of like though. Green. It was color. weird. I also s- you, stole a really cool um, beer mat, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, which I'm currently using at the moment. It's got like a little Ewok on it. Um, yeah. So uh, it just says Ogre's Cantina on it yeah, as well. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, and then I got a. Uh, uh, if anyone watches Adam the Woo, thermal detonator. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> We'll just be copying. I hate myself. Uh, yeah, I had that. Uh, it was just a Coca Cola and like a fancy bottle. Um, okay, yeah. So I did all of that, and then later on in the afternoon, I was like, my feet are getting knackered. I need to go somewhere to chill. And I was like, where am I going to go? I know. I'm going to take the Disneyland monorail and go to uh, the Disneyland hotel and visit Trader Sam's because it's somewhere that I've always wanted to go. Obviously, yeah, Neil. And I just, I just wanted to say, like, and so obviously you were in the park at that point, mm-hmm. weren't you? You were right in the middle of the park. Yeah, now, so it's in, it's right by the Nemo's like submarine bit. It's, yeah, and it's like the speedway. And that's what I wanted to bring up. Obviously, again, going back to differences, is that uh, it, it, Epcot is only the one that basically has a, a monorail going through it within the park and everything, but you can't get off in the park where mm. the monorail over at Disneyland. You can actually get on there in the park and then get it over to Trader Sam's. Yeah, so you... um, So just explain all that stuff. That's never been, like myself, that's Mm -hmm. never been to Disneyland. So that's kind of like mind-blowing that I could basically just jump on a monorail and go to my favourite tiki bar. (laughs) Well, it's not to the door. It's basically... So what happens is... um, Yeah, so you queue near the submarine area. It's quite near the Matterhorn as well. Um... And you queue and you get on the monorail and I think they've got a few going at the same, so you don't have to wait very long. And then you drive um, like over downtown Disney. Right. And then you get to um, downtown Disney is where you get off. So you get off at downtown Disney and you exit and then you go out and then through the Disneyland Hotel to Trader Sam's. And it's, I guess from getting off the monorail, it's probably like a five minute walk. Right, okay. Um, I got to Trader Sam's and... I I had a look inside the actual bar, but it was like, as lo- again, as a solo person, there was lots of people like together and I didn't want to take a seat up on my own. So um, I sat in the Tiki Terrace, which was gorgeous. And luckily it was like, I think it was afternoon, so the sun was like setting. Mm. Um, and I sat there and I got a Mai Tai, I believe, because I texted Neil a picture of it. 
classic. Yeah, I was like, oh, that that was that was the point that I was yeah, like, yeah, you got a captain's my tie. I really I wanted Neil to be with me, and obviously I wanted him to be with me the whole time. But at that point, I really missed him because I was sat in Trader Sam's Tiki Terrace on my own drinking a mai tai, and that's mine and Neil's thing to do, like in Disney World. And I was like, yeah, and I was at work. Yeah, but the other thing I got that was mind blowing was the panko crusted long beans. And they came with like a aioli, like garlic. Oh my god! I, again, like, and it's just Disney, so the portions are huge, and they are meant to be shared. And they came out, and yeah, I it looked like I hadn't even touched them. Like when I was done, I was just like, I can't eat any more of these beans. They're so good, so so good. Okay, and so uh, before, well, yeah. So what we we'll do? We're like, um, I think we will. Like, obviously, you've been talking about Galaxy's Edge. Yes. Tell us your like. Obviously, I've not been gel. Uh, so tell us your opinion of Disneyland's Galaxy's Edge. Okay. Okay. So Disneyland's Galaxy's Edge. It was quieter than I expected. Like real quieter than I expected. Which is nuts. But I, I think you might have literally just gotten us. You went there at such a, a good time. Um, one of my little highlights. So this is something as a tip to those that are going on their own. Talk to the cast members because the cast members will make your trip. Like they'll see you on your, that you're on your own and they will talk to you and interact with you. And I saw the Rise of the Resistance um, queue, like the queue line area where, which obviously wasn't open because it's just open yesterday. Um, and I was like, doing the classic thing walking up to it hoping that there was like holding like a random preview or something and I was going to get lucky and um the cast member they have like a cast member posted there and he was like hey um so I was like said I'm on it I'm on my own and he was like hey you want to play Sabak with me and I was like okay I don't know what that is but yeah, sure which I've never heard of until yeah so um we he sat on the floor so I was like okay I'm just gonna sit down on the floor with this cast member and um he taught me this card game it's a bit like gin rummy if anyone's played that or a bit like poker he said to me but I, I've never played poker but yeah it's this card game this Star Wars card game and since since I've played that we've watched a couple of Star Wars films and they've it's been and it's in the being in the Mandalorian as well it was in the Mandalorian yeah, which yeah. is why you like we were watching it you were like, like you're like that's the game I was playing and I was yeah. like oh yeah yeah it was really fun um but then I was like I'm wasting my time just playing cards um, in, in Galaxy's Edge so I got up and um I went yeah it's oh, it's just amazing like I, when you get in to Galaxy's Edge like you can hear like a plane go by or like a, a fire or whatever the next wing yeah, and you just look up because the way that they've positioned, like, I don't know, I don't want to give it away, but, you know, the way that they've, like, like put the sounds in the park is just amazing. Um, I got some pictures. I got some pictures in front of uh, the Millennium Falcon. I also got some in front of a TIE fighter. Uh, I met a few stormtroopers. I saw Kylo Ren. Um, yeah, and I could just... I just I just took it all in, really. I mean, I know there's a lot of it is like money making because they've got like the droid bit and they've got where you can build a lightsaber and all of that. Which still looks amazing. But it's just, yeah, it's uh, and it's bigger than you feel because it's bigger than you think. Like, because I went a second time. So on my third day, obviously, I went back to Galaxy's Edge because uh, I, sp- I decided to spend my third day in Disneyland. And um there was like a whole bit that I hadn't been to that I was walking around. Oh, and I went to Ronto Roasters talking about food again. 
and had the the Ronto wrap, the fed the vegan one, the veggie. Yes, the, the garden the, the one. Vegan one yeah it's, again it's poss- impossible impossible me. yeah i really liked it i think neil loved it but i preferred the the kefta balls yeah i was jealous yeah anyway we're talking too much about disney now we should move on to dca well there's one more thing oh though, yeah obviously that um well you did go back to disneyland and you brought me home a really lovely treat of the churro toffee oh my goodness Which shout out to at disney hungry uh, on Instagram because she's the reason that I found out about this. Yeah, which I'm going to say now is basically crack. <laughs> it is. It's like uh, th- you can get h- hooked on this stuff. It is it, damn good. You oh, ate yours really quick but I took like, actually, ages. Actually, I took a couple of days but I took a little bit each time and every time I had it I was I like know. buzzing and, I, and it was, was so, so good. Well, because I knew I was coming back on Christmas Day I was like I've got to get a little treat for my mum and Neil because that's I was spending Christmas Day with Neil and my mum and uh, I was like, oh, I'll get this churro toffee that everyone's been talking about. And I just thought, oh, I'll get three pieces. Yeah, and we're going to go back purely <laughs> for that. Like I've got, I've got to go, so I'm going to go for that. But uh, it's it's just like a square, not just for Star Wars. <laughs> it's just a square of toffee that's dipped in like white chocolate and covered in like cinnamon sugar. It's so so it tastes like churro. Good. Oh my god! It's almost like it's like a luxurious dime bar, which is what I said it the other day. I was like, it's got that dime bar center feel but it's got the churro taste on the outside of it and oh even i'm the so sad we haven't got any now i know I, i'm gutted so what i was going to say is that there was 6.95 a piece which was not cheap not cheap but worth every um, every cent so obviously with tax and stuff when i paid for them they were about 20 quid for three pieces of 20 dollars three pieces of churro toffee and but yeah to be fair like i wouldn't eat it in one go because it's really sweet so i took probably about I took like a week and a half to eat one. Like I kept just nibbling at it. Um, but yeah, it's a really good like snack if you are there. I would definitely not miss out on that. And again, I'm not a sweet person, but it's it was people kept talking about it, so I just thought, fuck it, I'll just get it. Um, but yeah, churro toffee. But yeah. actually, I didn't actually buy that in Disneyland. I bought it in DCA. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, I bought it on Paradise Pier. Damn. Okay. I thought you might have got it on uh, Main Street. Yeah. No. Uh, I think you can get it at Main Street actually, but okay. I knew. So there's um, the Bing Bong's like sweet emporium or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, from from uh, Inside Out. There was on on Pixar Pier. There's this like Bing Bong confectionery place. I can't remember what it's called. Okay, let's move into DCA. DCA. So obviously, I've never been to California Adventure before, Um, and yeah, I walked in and I text Neil again. I was texting Neil the whole (laughs) duration of my trip. And I said, I feel like I'm in Hollywood studios. Um, this time around, I didn't make a rookie error. I got up a little bit later because I knew that I really wanted to see World of Colour and I didn't want to go home because I, either I was tired or cold. Um, I brought in a puffer jacket, my like Parker jacket with me. I rented a locker at the front of California Adventure. Um, and I think it cost me seven bucks for the day, which is a bargain really. And I actually returned to the locker a couple of times to put things in there that I bought. Um, so I put my coat in there. And then just went about my day. Um, the, I had a really lovely cast. I had two lovely cast member interactions um, on that day. One, I was by like the Christmas tree and I asked a cast member to take a photo of me. And um, she was like, oh, have you met Mickey yet? And I was like, no, I feel really bloody weird on my own as an adult, like meeting Mickey. I mean, <laughs> I feel weird as it is meeting Mickey on my own. I feel weird just being an adult meeting characters. 
Um, but she was like, oh, you've got me, Mickey. And I was like, oh, God, okay. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I've ever heard anyone react like that for meeting Mickey. No, I know. But I, when you're on your own, you already feel out of place and weird. And I just was just like, oh. But this woman was so nice. And she it turned out she was like one of the minders. And so when I met Mickey, she was like, oh, this is Nikki. She's like swum over the ocean to meet you today. And Nikki <laughs> was like overwhelmed. And we had some like lovely photos from it. Yeah. So that was really cute. And I, I'm not going to lie. I did really enjoy meeting Mickey. Who doesn't? Obviously. Who doesn't? Main mouse. Um, I find it weird also. <laughs> um, you know, I, yeah. like, we, we've done it a couple of times. I think we're very picky about when we do it anyway. Yeah. Like, so we've got friends like, a, like that really love doing it. And I've always been like a bit awkward. This cider is disgusting, by the way. Oh dear. Yeah, just uh, you know, obviously we're on the we're back on the booze again. Um, <laughs> that is rank. I'm not going to drink any more of that. Okay. Well, pour um, yourself another. Yeah. So, uh, so I did that. I mean, the second cast interaction I had, this was amazing. I couldn't have been luckier. So, World of Color. So, World of Color is the nighttime show at Disney's California Adventure. And I, I knew that I had to go and see it because I'd heard so much about it. Uh, they had a, f- a holiday one on, so it was different than the regular one, but it was, from what I understand, it's pretty much the same, but just with different projections and a few different songs. Um, so I so with World of Color, like Fantasmic in Disney World, you can get like a viewing area if you get like a um, fast pass for it. Um, as well as that, you can get a dining package, etc., etc. I had none of those, and I was looking for a place to stand. I didn't know where the best place to stand would be, so I went up to a guy, and he was like by this big seated area, and I was like, "Hey, um, I I haven't got any like reservations. Like, do you know where the best place? Can you recommend the best place to stand?" Um, and he was like. Oh, if you go to that umbrella like across the road there, just have a look at what your view is of the of the water. Like as long as you can see the water, then you should be okay. So I was like, yeah, no worries, thank you so much, and went back and like I'd gone to. They've got like a wine. It's called Wine Country or something like that. I'd got myself because obviously in DCI you can drink and you can't in wine Disneyland. Country? Yeah, they've got this like wine because it's obviously like about the great you know California wines and all that kind of stuff. So Although I'm... they didn't sell just California wines, but but I was determined while I was in California only to drink California wines. Um, of course. And I'd I'd got myself like a nice like yeah I was just dry looking, wine. I was just looking at the park market map at the moment, so I was just like, where is that? Oh, the wine country place. Yeah. So it's um, it's right as you it's right before Pixar Pier on the right, like before you, it's on the right hand side. Okay. I, I don't know if it's called Wine Country, something like that. Hey. Yep, it's called Wine Country. Yes. Yeah, I found it. it. It's, it's un- actually it's a like, teeny little place. Yeah, it's actually under like completely. It's near like Paradise Pier. Yeah. Uh, I was really garden, lucky it's, though. It's uh, it's actually like World of Colour has its own section on the map that I didn't realise. Yeah, it's huge. As well. And but so I, I was really lucky with that wine place because I think just as a word of warning to those of you that are wanting to get a beverage for the nighttime show, I think they close everything probably about 10 minutes before the show starts and I'd gone to this wine country place to get myself a glass of wine for the show and I was like, they they shut the queue while I was standing in it. So I luckily got myself a glass and then, 
so yeah, I asked this guy and he was like, stand here. Um, and then I was standing there and I was standing there for about 10, 15 minutes. I'd gone up and down at this point as well to try and find a better place because I still felt like a melon. Like where I was standing, I was like, it just was, it was an awful place. And I probably would have really, I probably wouldn't have been able to see much. But anyway, this guy came back over and he was in like, he was one of those cast members in one of those long like black coats. Like he was, he looked like a special person, like All a right. person. And he said to me, he goes, hey, did you say that you're on your own? And I was like, yeah, I'm on my own. And he was like, follow me for a moment. And I followed him and he went, so this is the VIP area that I'm looking after and we hold it for guests and the show's about to start. And I looked over and like, it was really empty. There was all these empty seats. And he goes, pick a seat, any seat, you know, you're welcome to sit there and watch the show. And I was like, oh my God. I literally said to him, I love you. Sorry, Neil. I don't actually love him. But I was like, That's okay. I, can, I, I totally understand. I said, oh my God, I love you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, you've made my I would have said I trip. love him as well. <laughs> I can't remember what his name is. Because I what I did was I put a cast compliment out through our Disney Punks podcast um, Twitter. I'm going to find it now. Um, because I tweeted it to... So anytime you get a good service, this is a heads up to anyone that gets a good service in a Disney park. And we've done this before. We've done this before. Like, if someone's going beyond the call in a Disney park, they don't have to, like a cast member, they don't have to do that. Oh, his name's Mikey. So, um, they don't have to do this. And this guy, just out of the kindness of his heart, knew that I was on my own. I was. He knew that I'd been standing there for like 10 minutes, like a melon with this glass of wine, amongst like loads of like families at this point. And he just came over and just said, look. And I, I basically had a front row seat in the best viewing section for World of Colour. And I was like, probably tearing up because, again... I just am an emotional person. And I watched the whole show with an unobstructed view. I, oh, It's just making me tear up just thinking about it right now. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Always so yeah, right. like it, I was just, I couldn't have asked for a better better viewing spot. And I, I tweeted this cast compliment and um, Disney did get back to me, um, Disneyland Today. They got back to me and they were just like, thank you, we'll let Mikey know. And hopefully he's got some kind of, I don't know what he's got, but hopefully he's he's got something nice out of it because thank you very much, Mikey. Yeah. Hmm? Well, at least a drink, I'd hope. <laughs> um, but so DCA. Um, so let's into DCA. Yes. Let, let's break it down, yes. okay? So uh, DCA itself uh, is a park that came out of the Michael Eisner period of yeah. uh, being in charge of Disney. Um, which was had very many changes. It's so. had very many changes. It wasn't particularly really a favorite park, no. much like uh, the studios in Paris uh, seemed a bit. Unless we talk about that, the better. Seemed like an act afterthought, but it seems like that's coming up as well. Lots of things are changing with that, thanks to Bob Iger. Shout out to Bob Iger, that's for sure. Um, Bob Iger for Prez. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, instead of that. <laughs> he's got he's gonna leave soon though, surely. Oh god, I just want yeah. We won't get into politics, but let's just hope things will change soon. Um Hi guys, this is uh, future Nikki now, um interjecting here. We recorded our podcast back in February, so um I am aware now that Bob Iger has indeed left. Um so past self might have predicted something. We're currently in lockdown. Um I hope everyone's safe out there. Let's start with uh, Buena Vista Street. I bet he's a raging Republican. Let's not get into that. <laughs> Buena Vista Street, yeah, so that's a bit like the streets of Hollywood. 
Yeah. Okay. So, like, like obviously, like, there's Buena Vista Street, and then there's Hollywood Land as well. So, so Hollywood Land is like that whole area. They've actually got an area that's called Hollywood Studios, which is is confusing. Right. Which is where the Monsters Ride is. Monsters right. Inc. Ride. Yeah. Which would have been Superstar Limo back in the day. Oh Christ! That's yeah. A, that was a bad which ride. Like, there was yeah, one. Thank, and then you can be like, "Thanks, Michael and Eisner, for that shit idea." Yeah. That like you, this is the thing, obviously, about DCA is that it it was a park that was just very not really thought about. That needed they needed a second gate. They felt they needed a second gate over at like Disneyland in Anaheim, uh, and luckily now it it seems like it is a park that has completely turned around. Um, yeah. and has a lot of stuff within it, and obviously, you know, you've been there recently, and so. You know, so yeah. Buena Vista Street, obviously, you're just saying it's more like the kind of like um, like when you were first walking to Ho- um, Hollywood Studios in, yeah. in Florida. So Hollywood Land is there's an area called Hollywood Studios as well. Yeah, and that's where I got those shit nachos from. Oh uh, yeah, everyone's been raving about. Okay. So I got these plant based nachos, right? Everyone's been talking about it, and I think it's called Backlot something. Right? They're called like Backlot nachos, and they had like this chorizo, like plant based chorizo on it. And I just did not enjoy it. I was really disappointed. And again, I was on my own and they were a waste of money because I totally could have shared them. Mm-hmm. And I almost should have just given them away because I I felt bad. Like I felt like such a waste to have them on my own. I was just like, I can't eat these. And, and, that, and that's only the only food that you really kind of did in that area then? Did you do any other Yeah, food? no. I, okay. Well, they had the Festival of the Holidays on. Okay, which we'll move on to yeah, a bit. That's okay. the good thing, yeah. Um, but obviously, so ride, ride experience and everything. So, so there's Phil Magic there. Yeah, I did Phil Magic, which felt really weird doing that in California Adventure. Because I love Phil Magic. And obviously we've done it, I've done it in Tokyo and I've done it in Disney World okay. in Fantasyland. So it's weird doing it in Hollywood, a Hollywood Studios type park. Okay. And um, in comparison to Magic, uh, Magic Kingdom? It's exactly the same. Okay, cool. There's no difference. Uh, the one that let's get pr- what did you do the Monsters Inc ride? No, I didn't do the Monsters Inc ride. That's one thing I didn't have time for. Okay, um, seems like there's a lot of similar stuff that would be in Hollywood Studios, other than Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that was so good. Oh, also, I was in the queue with two Imagineers for that. Um, so I was in the queue. Oh, I think he's. I can't remember what his name is actually, but he was complaining about his allowance about how many people he could get into. Disney, his family allowance, but he was talking about being an Imagineer with this other guy who was asking him about being an Imagineer. And I was like, I really, I just want to hear his conversation right now because I want to hear what he's talking about because I heard him talking about how um, there was a pressure on the Imagineers that worked over in uh, California to get out to Florida to see Rise. Right. So I was like, ooh, interesting. But this guy was talking like so loud. I was like, Everyone can hear what you're saying, mate. Like, it's, yeah, he totally didn't try and cover up what he was talking about. And I was just like earwigging the whole conversation. And who and knows got, who that could have been? I know. And we were watching the Imagineering story and I was like, I think it's is that, that guy. Is it that guy? Yeah, no, I don't think it, I don't think it. It looked closely it. to like, obviously you had a picture with Yeah, I've got a picture. Galaxy. I've got, because I was basically sat next to him on Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, so my fast pass photo, uh, you could see him in the corner and I was like, is that the same guy as that guy? It's not. But I really want to know who it is. But I, I want to know what he worked on. Tell us about Guidance of the Galaxy. Oh, it's so good. Mission like, Breakout. 
I felt like it's more intense than Tower of Terror because it feels like you go up and down a lot more. But it feels like, because the vibe is so different and mm. it's not like trying to scare you, it's like a big party with Rocket and like all the guys. And yeah. the Rocket um, uh, animatronic, by the way, is amazing um, when you're in like that library section. Um, yeah, it's just like, I can't remember what music it plays, but it's just it, obviously it's Guardians. Just every, everything from Guardians soundtrack is great, isn't it? Everyone yeah. knows it for how good the soundtrack is. And that's just blasting like while you're going up and down, up and down, like loads. Um, it feels like, you know, when you're in Tower of Terror in Disney World and obviously it's random now. Yeah. But you know when you get like a random one, but it's like goes on for ages. Yeah. And you're like, yes, it's a really long one. That's what Guardians feels like. Okay. And it's like that all the time. It seems like the theming also throughout it like looks awesome. Yeah, I absolutely. The whole change of everything, like yeah, it's fucking. There's cool. loads of like little Easter eggs in there as well, but obviously, like I've never been, so like I couldn't really comment. Mm. I know for a fact that there's a tiny little figment. Yeah, I found it. I looked for it in, uh, in there. I couldn't really see it properly, but Miles, that's not great. But yeah, <laughs> old old punks. Old. Okay, uh, so Hollywoodland, that like, yeah. uh, obviously, and I know for a fact that you did the Animation Academy, which oh, is not in Florida anymore. No, and the Animation Academy in in uh, DCA, um, I'm trying to remember what the old one in Disney World looked like. I feel like it's bigger in DCA, because it's, uh, you, uh, like, I was in a, a sold out one, like it was full. Um, it was definitely uh, the one in um, Hollywood Studios was small. Yeah, this was, field there like there's a lot in that area. Obviously, now that's changed to uh, the Star Wars uh, launch bay. Launch bay. That's yeah. It, yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's definitely way bigger. Um, and we had a really cool guy, and we drew Sandy Claus because <laughs> it's near Christmas, obviously. Yeah. So we drew Jack Skellington as, as Sandy Claus. Um, and it was yeah, it was packed. Like everyone was sat like literally like next to each other uh so that was really nice it's a really nice place just to walk into um there's meant to be like a beauty and the beast thing in there i didn't see it i didn't see where to go for that but um yeah so that was that area i didn't spend very long in it to be quite honest with you um i loved cars land yeah let's move on the cars oh, land so good okay, like let's let's whip it around so we'll go to cars land we'll go to picks up here and then we'll go to uh grizzly peak so let's yeah. tell us like obviously, obviously, like Carsland is a new area that came to DCA in the past mm. five years, I think. Yeah. Um. The one thing I would say about the whole park that I said to Neil, I commented on, was I felt like I was walking. It, there, it everything was really far apart. But then I realised that because they've got this big Avengers area yeah, they're so building, there's a whole new Avengers area they, that's coming in near Buena Vista Street. I, I think, think normally you can cut between. Yeah. Hollywood land and cars land but there was a big you basically got to a dead end so when if you went on Guardians you couldn't walk anywhere after that you had to go all the way back on yourself yeah that's so, correct and they on this map that I'm looking at right now mm -hmm. they've done the classic Disney thing and just put greenery yeah I think they're just building all around there so it, it felt like I was walking far like if I wanted to go because I think I had a fast pass for guardians like in the evening and i'd already spent time in that area and i'd kind of like oh God, i'm going back on myself um but cars land in terms of theming obviously everyone's gone about how amazing it is i went on rusty's roadsters i think it's called okay is it rusty's Roadsters? let me have a look i'm just looking at it at the moment uh or is it luigi luigi uh luigi's rollican 
rollicking mm. roadsters. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got my glasses, so I can't read so this So that's very a well. bit like... Uh, it's a bit like the um, the Toy Story Land. They've got... Uh, is it the like Aliens? Yeah, the Aliens. Swirling alien, Saucers. Aliens, Swirling Saucers. Yeah, yeah, it's just like that. So it's like a trackless kind of thing. Well, it's not trackless, but it's like on this big circle it's thing. It's circle, like it all cuts in It feels like you're about to yeah. like bump into someone. Uh, that was just really funny. Like the the dialogue on it is hilarious. Like I was just laughing to myself, fun like fact, a mad woman. Fun fact about that: like obviously, there's not many Disney rides that have like sponsorship anymore. Really, mm. uh, that's actually sponsored by the car rental company Alamo. Wow, yeah, it is actually. I remember seeing that. Yeah, um, and then just walking around General Carsland area, and again, like I really wanted to try loads of stuff at the Cozy Cone Motel, but I just couldn't. Like I just was like, no. I just overdone it at Disney the other day before. Yeah, this is why you need two people to I go know, to a Disney park. I know, speak a share. I just, I just couldn't. I had those nachos and I was like, bad call. Anyway, um, yeah, obviously went on. Ready at the Springs races. And I was sat next to some, I think I was sat next to some influencer there because loads of people knew who he was. He looked Mexican and he was with some, I think he was like, uh, it was a gay guy. He was like with this other guy and like loads of people knew who he was and I literally didn't know who he was. You are in LA. Yeah, but exactly. I sat next to them on radios. I was literally in the car with them. And I think they were just probably influencers. So if anyone knows who that is, that's a really bad description of someone. Yeah. But that is who he was. But the ride. Yeah, so um, it's just, yeah, it's just amazing. Especially after seeing, again, the Imagineering story. If you see how that's been built. Um, <clears throat> how, would you, how would you compare it to Test Track? Because it is similar cars. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's like ten times better than this fucking test track. It's ten times better. Of course it is because it's way better theming. Also, because of like the in like the curve, like when you go out and you you go out into the open and you like speed up, you're on this like weird curve and you're trying to beat the person next to you because it's like a bit of a race, and it feels more intense. Like it feels like faster for some reason. Yeah, crazy um, enough. It's it's all really like really bait. It's all copied from test track. Oh it's the same thing, which is funny enough. And also, the cars go uh, basically almost about the same speed as mm. what happens at Test Track, which is funny enough. Like they I, don't I curve as much, though, do they? They're, no, there's way more curves that actually happen because obviously in Test Track, you just drive around the building pretty much. You do one loop back, and then there's one that one big curve where you're really they're really hammering it down. You go around yeah. the whole building at Test Track. Now in Cars Land there is like two or three awesome curves where they, you know, but then you also found something out as well about how people win, which car wins as well. Did I? Yeah. Like you might've forgotten this, but you actually said that you, I think you worked it out. What did there, I say? I can't remember. If I'm <laughs> honest with you. I can't remember. No, like I think you like, and, and there is people on YouTube that have worked out how, like who will win the race basically. I can't remember now. Oh, I literally can't remember. Uh, anyway, if we move on to Grizzly Peak, because I think picks up here should be say till last. Okay. Oh, there's also Pacific Wharf as well that I completely missed out. But like that's in between Grizzly Peak and also yeah, Carsland. I didn't really. It's a very small area that not really like. I think that's mainly food and drink, and I didn't really spend any time there. Yeah, there's not really much. There's no, no not many attractions. Obviously, the wharf. Uh, so, so Grizzly Peak. Grizzly Peak. So um, they've got like um, a water ride. I didn't go on because it's too cold. But mainly Grizzly Peak I used to go into the Grand Californian Hotel. And I was one of those asshole people that don't have uh, a hotel reservation. And I went in 
purely because I wanted to check it out. Um, it's one thing that we love to do is hotel hop. So. Exactly. And again, it's usually when I'm at these points. You're not an arsehole for like, checking out I a know, hotel. I know, but people hate it. People that, people that go spend time in the hotel, like that actually have a reservation, hate it. Hate the people that come in for the parks. But are we, are we saying that, do you believe this is more a, of a Disneyland thing than a, a Disney World thing? Because obviously, like, Disney yeah, I World. Yeah, I think so. I think so. People love hopping so right, hotels. Yeah, it's a right passage to yeah, the world. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I just went in and you have to... So when you come back into the park, you have to do a bag check mm-hmm. and you have to put your ticket in. But um, yeah, I went into the hotel and it obviously Wilderness Lodge vibes, like massive. Um, but it felt like a bit of a fancier Wilderness Lodge. Okay. And they had like their gingerbread house up and stuff because it was Christmas. So I spent some time looking at that. Um, and then I was just like, I'm going to get myself a beer. And they've got this lovely bar that's like right by the um, pool. Right. And I had a really nice time. I like sat at the bar and I had a really nice time talking to the server there. She was really, really nice and just asked me about my trip. Uh, and that's, again, I was like, oh, I wish I could stay here. And also I wish that Neil was here. Because <laughs> I texted him being like, I'm at the bar. Uh, and um, and it was really sunny day. So actually quite a few people were in the pool even though it was probably cold to like most Californians. Um, yeah, and it was gorgeous. I'd love to stay there, but it's about 600 quid a night, if not more. Yeah. <laughs> That's not happening. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So I went from Grand Californian, I went back into the parks. Um, but my favourite area, I think, of DCA is Pixar Pier. Okay. And there's a fair few attractions in that area. Yeah, so... um. So I, that's like... I went on the Mickey's Fun Wheel. Yeah, I wanted to hit that one because... I did the swinging car. I got a an update on that pretty much while you were on it, I think. Yeah, I just kept sending videos. It was funny because I did it and like loads of people said to me, oh, I wouldn't do that, I wouldn't do that ride. And basically it's a fun wheel. I don't think I would. And it's got swinging like gondolas, it's like you get in. And I was with these two girls, I think like, I think they were visiting from, I think, China. Um... So I was like trying to talk to them, but I don't think I, they understood me because um, I was on my own again. I was trying to like make friends. Um, and yeah, so you kind of like do a couple of, what's the word when you go around in something? Loops. What loops is a proper word. Oh yeah, I can't remember. Cycles. No, that's a proper word. Anyway. Turns. I don't know. It's. I'm going to keep oh doing this God. now. Oh my God, what's the bloody name? Rotations. I think I think uh, that's everything, right? Maybe it might be rotations. Anyway, I went around a couple of times, and then I was texting Neil, going, "Oh, it's not, it's not that bad. It's just not that bad, really. You swing a bit, yeah. Of course you do. Like you swing, but for some reason, the very last go, oh my god, like we swang so much, I thought we were gonna go upside down, and I was, and there's you don't like you don't get strapped into this thing. You literally just have these cage like bars to hold on to and I was like screaming but I was like filming myself while I did it I was like ah this is so scary um and these two girls were like because at first they were just like yeah I'm so chill this is fine and then they were like shitting themselves as well so we were all just like screaming in this 
gondola yeah. together. It was hilarious. It looked it looked terrifying, and like we <laughs> we've watched other people's like YouTube videos of them doing like one like. Yeah, I was just thinking they're just taking they're just like going over the yeah, top. Yeah, they're kind of going over the top. Like for example, Prin- Prince Charming Dev literally like when we watched this video, we were in tears because yeah. he literally was just, he was fucking shitting him. But it is actually a little bit scary. But then you were sending me literally almost like not yeah. far off similar kind of Because you can almost see basically. like as you're like right high up. You almost could just look down at the ground as you're like you're tipping so much. Yeah. Um, but that was really fun, and then I did the inside out ride. That's where I felt weird about being on my own because it was very much a child's ride. Um, I did the incredible coaster. The, what, what's the inside out ride basically? So the inside what's out. It, it just... was a ride that was has been rethemed. I can't remember what it was, but like, what style of ride is it? It's just it just goes round and round. It's a bit like the flying Dumbo's, I suppose. You okay. go like in a little balloon car. Um, and each ride you go on each time it's a different theme so you might go on the ride and it's anger you might go on it's sadness or you might go on it's joy or whatever that sounds like a ride that I'd very much like to ride it's 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 really nice okay. it's very nice but it, it happens really quickly and I queued up for a while purely because I had an ADR so um, and then I went on Incredicoaster which is fun and also I went on Toy Story Midway Mania which was obviously classic, classic. Um, which you basically just fought against yourself and you were very still disappointed with your score <laughs> which yeah, is what you I sent me it. yeah i was like i got a shit score um it's because yeah. you've got no one the beat that's why i know um so that's pretty much it but then food wise so food wise um yeah for california adventure and then we're moving to festival the holidays because obviously those two things i'm guess will go in yeah hand. so i had an evening um adr like i said booked so an advanced dining reservation and i booked it at lamplight lounge on pixar pier because i'd heard it was really good um and i was a bit pissed off actually i might i haven't told you about this i so i went in up to the podium and said i've got a reservation and she said oh have you got a number that i can text you when your table's free and i said well, this is the time for my reservation. And she says, yeah, I know, but like the table will be free soon. But if you want to go off and do something. And I was like, that's OK, I'll wait here. And she was like, and also I said, I've got an English number, I've got a UK phone number. She goes, oh, OK, yeah, sure. So I waited. And then about f- six to eight people must have come in ahead of me, like in about three different parties. And they all had f- texts and they all went downstairs before me. Right. And so I went back up to the podium and I'm like, what's going on? And the woman said, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you can go down now. And I'm sure what? it's I'm sure it's because they had, they had text a number that wasn't there or something. And they just forgotten about me. And I was a bit pissed off because I was on my own again. And I was like, that's bullshit. I felt I feel awkward as it is. Like, make me feel more w- welcome here. You know, mm. come on. Anyway, I uh, went to Lamplight Lounge. I got seated at the bar, which was really nice because you can overlook um, the fun wheel. It was really cold, right? So it was really cold out there. And this restaurant is half outside, half inside. Um, But luckily, they've got like really, really hot, like blowy fans like on you while you're sat there. Um, So at first I was really cold and I was like, this is a joke. Like I'm going to be freezing eating here. This is horrible. Um, But I got a, I think you can make this vegan as well. I got a ratatouille. Um, on the menu, I didn't get a starter or any. There's got there's so many ma- there's so much amazing food on there. But again, I was on my own and I was just like, I'm just gonna get an entree. And um, I just feel weird getting courses on my own. I just thought get get myself some food and then I'll go. Uh, and I had this amazing Californian uh, Sauvignon Blanc 
by Heights, I think the company was called. Because when I went to Sacramento to see my friends, I was trying to find the wine because I was like, this wine is amazing. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, it's like a ratatouille and it came with like a burrata cheese underneath. But I think you get it without the burrata cheese to make it vegan. Um, heads up to our vegan friends. Uh, and yeah, again, I text Neil going, this is the most amazing meal I've ever eaten. It's just classic. Every day I think I text him that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I did that and I was taken care of quite nicely actually in the end at the restaurant. And they've got like, because it's Pixar themed, they've got beautiful illustrations. Like the menu is so cute because it's all illustrated by Pixar illustrators. Um, it looks really, really cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, Festival of the Holidays? Yeah, Festival of the Holidays. Yeah, food. so Festival of the Holidays is like a mini, like food and wine for, for Christmas. So they've got loads of little stands. Uh, and I got like, and it's all like sample sizes. So I got myself a, like a, they got like a mac and cheese. I think that's all I got food wise, but it's like a small size, smaller size mm-hmm. with like, um, it had like stuffing or something on top of it. Um, but then I got, oh, I got the most, the, like the mac and cheese was good, but the drink I got was banging. It was so good. It was like, um, it was a margarita. Was it a margarita? It was hibiscus. That was it. Hibiscus, margarita, uh, and it jalapeno margarita. I think it was or okay. something like that. You probably have a picture of it. Yeah, I've got a picture, but I haven't got what it's called. But it it was a spicy margarita. Oh, it was so nice. And again, I had my my metal straw, uh, and it was spicy. Like my my lips were like tingling drinking it. But it was really really good. And they had some they had some good. Um, stuff for like veggies and vegans but so okay okay and what other stuff were you looking at uh at festival uh ho- of the holidays what other food were you looking at uh well they didn't really uh, they had other stuff but i didn't i couldn't eat it i wasn't i wasn't you know i was okay. really full by this point um i think they had i think they could have had like a of impossible shepherd's pie or something okay. but i was like i wasn't yeah, digging that did, in the side a few things basically so so yeah um, okay so yeah i so think that's it for now so yeah so yeah so um i just want to wrap it up really and just say um i would recommend the sheraton park in anaheim especially for adults um they looked after me so well they upgraded me to a theme park view so i was really lucky enough to see um the world of color fireworks from, cause you can see the back of guardians uh, from that hotel. And I think in the summer it'd be a really nice hotel to go to. Um, yeah, and and it was not a far walk. Also you can get the Toy Story tram from uh, Disneyland Park, which stops the, the parking lot is literally across the road from the hotel. So you can get that if, you, if your legs are tired. I did that on the last day. Um, but do it as a solo traveler. I think Disneyland's a really nice one to do actually. Um, I don't know how much I'd feel how much I would do Disney World on my own I would do it you know like Neil's done it you've done it haven't you like I've a done, park I've done a park uh, for I just think over my dad half. and I had a hangover yeah you, you and your dad had a hangover when <laughs> we, we didn't want to get up in the morning <laughs> when we went in 2017 you guys basically were like on it and I was like well I'm going to go to a park uh, and obviously that's because we, we were there during Hurricane Irma like we're completely straying away but like obviously like i went i did magic kingdom i was like i woke up and i was like right i'm going yeah. and i always wanted to do a park on my own 
this is what I like. But I would definitely say, like, when you don't do it with someone that you go with, yeah, you're, you know, you're, you're half enjoying yourself and you half feel a bit like, what, what, hang away, I feel a bit weird. Yeah, I think DCA as well, like, I prefer all the Florida parks over DCA. I felt like DCA to me was the secondary studios in Paris. Like, it's not that bad, like, on any level. Oh, no, no. That's no. like a really bad comparison. But out of all the parks I've ever been to in the world, and I have been to like, I think I've been to them all except for Hong Kong and Shanghai. Yeah, you're only two down. So that's the next one. <laughs> so what have I been? 10 out of 12. Is that right? I think, yeah, we worked that out. 10 so out I've of 12 parks. We, there's four parks in Florida. There's two in Japan. And there's there's two in, uh, in uh, California. And then there's the two in, Par- uh, in Paris. Paris, yeah. Well. Yeah. So I've done, yeah. So I think for me, DCA would be like, and a lot of people will be like quite shocked at this, would be quite far down the list for me. Um, but I think it might have something to do with being on my own. I think that if Neil was with me that day, we'd have had more fun. We could drink. And it's not about the drinking, obviously, but I think, I feel like, I don't know. I I don't know. I felt like Disneyland was fine on my own as soloer, but DCA, I just... It's more of an adult park, so I wish I'd been with adults and had fun mm-hmm. rather than yeah. me just like running around everywhere and being cold. And then obviously I did wear my coat in the end, but yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't like... I've got to go back with Neil, basically, because Neil's yeah. never been, so it's got to happen. So yeah, that's that's on the list. Um, I've got to go to Disneyland, but obviously we need to tie that in with uh, other stuff because obviously who's going to spend more than a week in L.A.? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a massive LA fan. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just wrapping it up now. Thank you for listening. I'm sorry that I've waffled on. I've probably, I think I've been talking really fast. She doesn't fast. need to apologise. This is a trip report. I know, but I, I've just been, I actually am sick of the sound of my own voice. Anyway, uh, let's wrap this up. This has been a long one. And um, yeah, thanks for sticking with us. Um, as always, uh, if you could just like our podcast, please share it to people that you feel would uh, like to listen to us uh we're on twitter at dispunks uk that's d-i-s-p-u-n-x uk uh, and we are also on the instagram as the disney punks um so check us out um once again uh, i've been nikki and i've been neil ttfn ttfn